Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. You have all six pennies, Albert Wynn, Timmy Chu, and Jonathan Mock. How's everybody what? doing? Yo, everybody. Yo, yo. Yeah, so Mock and I, we do this uh, basically every year. We're going to do our NFL podcast. We're going to kind of predict who's going to win, what we're gonna, who we think will be in the Super Bowl, things like that. Before we get into our NFL preview, let's talk about our presenting sponsor today, Loan Factory. We are in partnership with Billy Wynn, who is the franchise owner of Loan Factory. He has over 14, almost 15 years of experience. Loan Factory is made up of a team of brokers that use 40 different lenders and submit to the lowest lender. And if one of those lenders do not approve, then Loan Factory can obviously use any of the other 39. Um, they have programs that that can do non-traditional loans as well. Um, you know, loans, but they do refinance, no cost refinance, cash out refinance, all of that. Check out their website, loanfactory.com. Facebook is facebook.com, loanfactoryhq. Or contact Billy directly is 469-585-4498. That's 469-585-4498. I know I personally refi- uh, refinance through Billy. Timmy, you might be, and then Mock, you won't be too far behind. Yeah, man, I just sent uh, emails with Billy tonight. Beautiful, perfect. All right. As always, if you mention Six Pennies Podcast, he's going to throw in a little something, something for you Whoa. guys. Whoa, I need to yeah. do that. I, for- I forgot about that part. <laughs> nice. All right. So let's let's do it. It's NFL. It's August 26. So a lot of people are in the midst of their fantasy drafting. They're doing all their futures bets, things like that. So Mock and I decided to walk through, you know, all the teams and go through the over-unders. And then at the end of the season, whoever has most correct will will be owed a a meal. So it's gonna be a like a nine month long meal bet. Mock, are you ready? I'm ready. Is Timmy on us? Yeah, how come you guys keep talking about yourselves? I'm, I'm on the podcast, guys. I, you- I really don't know what <laughs> input you're going to have with a, with NFL. I thought you're a baseball guy now, which I'm I very am a proud baseball of, guy. Yeah, man. Mock and I went uh, went to an Astros game this weekend. It was incredible. I'm actually like really, when I saw that post on Instagram, I was very excited for you to learn about the sport, the different nuances. Dude, I know, I know all about the sport, man. I love it. I'm, I'm very excited for you. <laughs> um, football, football's next on the list. That's all I know. <laughs> Timmy has so much free time now that he doesn't care about the Rockets anymore. Yeah, it's awesome. So Timmy, this past weekend, Andrew Luck, I know you're not a big football guy, but did that affect you? How did you feel when Andrew Luck announces retirement? Who's Andrew Luck? Just kidding, just kidding. Um, I actually, He's Mock from Houston, the, man. Mock broke the news to me while we were at the Astros game, and uh, we talked about it for a little bit. I mean, it's pretty shocking um, from from what I can gather from all the media that I've consumed since then in the last three days about it. I, I don't know. It's not, it's not like it's never happened before, though, and it seems like it's kind of moving in that direction for the NFL, where you'll probably see it more and more. For guys just realizing that they can't keep doing this to their bodies, to their brain. Um, you know, Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, not like it's a new thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to dive deeper into it, but I was thinking of like an NBA equivalent. And there in Houston, it's kind of like if Harden just decided to retire tonight. Is he like, that how good? Would you guys? Yeah, I would say so. Harden or Westbrook? Uh, Westbrook, maybe. Yeah, luck, luck is you know, considered a top six quarterback in the league, right? Yeah, but you get, it has to be somebody who also has a history of, like, injuries, right? So Westbrook has a lot of leg injuries, or maybe if it was, I don't know, Anthony Davis or somebody who's very good who's been through a lot and tried oh, to man, recover. I man, I would be devastated if Unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that's actually a great comparison. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Before I get into it, Mock, what were your initial reactions? It was shocking. Uh, you broke the news to me, actually, uh, sort of. Yeah, you sent me a text while, uh, you know, afterwards talking about how it's, I think something like, you know, it's great for the Texans, obviously. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's shocking, uh, especially this close to this season. Um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, if, if it were in my shoes as a, obviously I'm not a Colts fan, but if I were, like, how I would react to this news. Because, I mean, they there's got to be, like, you know, very mixed feelings there. You know, they, they, they probably feel for the guy and... and you know they've been in his corner his whole career, um, but also it does kind of screw over the team being this close to the season, especially. For sure. I mean, I I think uh, you know there were talks about him thinking about retirement for a few weeks, 
And mm. I know it's only a couple weeks before the season, but you know, I think he genuinely tried to tried his hardest to get back and he just wasn't mentally or physically ready. So so I I give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he really did try his hardest to get back. I think he just couldn't handle it anymore. Just four straight years of injuries, pain, and rehab. I mean, I can only imagine. I went through like one year, and I I already told myself like if it happened again, I I would be done. But of course, I'm not dealing with millions and millions of dollars. But yeah. the reason why I bring it up is obviously the 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 general consensus is that they fans and analysts. We kind of defend his decision outside mm -hmm. of you know the ones there in the stadium that booed him. I bet they regret it now. But the big question for me is, what if a black quarterback, let's say Cam Newton, who's also going through a myriad of injuries, whether it's mental or physical, let's say he announces retirement tonight. Do you think that the general consensus from the public would be defense, like what we see with Andrew Luck? Interesting question. Oh man, I, I'll have to think about that one. I've never, I didn't think about it from that perspective. It was more just kind of, I think there's a lot of talk, uh, especially with him kind of being a millennial generation. So I was thinking more generationally, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think part of it for sure, uh, like race would be more involved. Like it would be a completely different reaction if he were black. Um, just this conversation is, is, obviously a very privileged discussion right like you know most people don't have this choice to to retire at 29 and do, and after yeah. doing something that you know most of the country would say is is a dream job uh but i think it kind of goes to like being able to kind of go from having to work to to survive to you know wanting to i, I think at the, end, at the end of the day like Andrew Luck decided that, you know, the NFL wasn't his identity. You know, he had he wanted a life outside of football and, and this was his chance to kind of go get it, especially given the circumstances. So I definitely applaud him for that. And mm -hmm. I don't know, for like, sure. For sure. How do, I'm not sure just thinking yeah, about I mean, right now what race would play. Yeah, I mean, I so I, I agree with uh, everything you said. I mean, he just got married. He just had a kid. So he's mm -hmm. thinking about long term. I mean, you know, he's 29. By the time he's 39 at this rate, he wouldn't be walking around playing with his kid pain free. Right. So he's mm -hmm. thinking about that. He also knows that he has a lot of money in the bank already. Obviously, he's giving up close to 60 million dollars by walking away. But he's already I don't know. He's already made probably 50 easily guaranteed. Um, he's very, you know, well-spoken Stanford education. I think right. he's in architecture, something like that. So, so he's very smart, obviously. Um, and I just want to pose this question to our listeners, like, you know, Cam Newton, as just an example, you know, he is not well-spoken. He's not known as, you know, very articulate in, uh, in a like commercial sponsorship kind of way. Um, but do you think there'll be, you know, a similar reaction? Obviously, the reason why I'm asking it is because I think there's going to be a different reaction. But it's something that uh, I kind of want to challenge our listeners to to think about and, uh, you know, leave us some comments and, and let us know what you think. Yeah, I've got the comp for uh, for the NBA. All right. What is it? The comp is uh, Derek Rose after uh, his like second knee injury or whatever it was after he was MVP. Mm -hmm. Three years later, because remember, there he had some quotes that came out, and and he was talking about how he wanted to make sure he had a, a life with his family, and people were like really upset at him for like not trying to get it his, his all to come back. But then he he kept going, and it's it, that's a pretty impressive story that he's actually still been a pretty good player and and was really solid for most of last year too. I feel like that that uh, he's he's yeah, up there in terms of you know top five, top seven player in the league. That's a that's a great comp and. Yeah, he did drop 50 last year for the T-Wolves, which is crazy. Um, it's incredible. Only, only difference, right, is when he signed that huge deal, it was guaranteed no matter what. He was going to get 100 mil. Obviously, we're talking Ooh. about Andrew Luck, who was, you know, is a top-tier NFL player, so he was paid as a top-tier guy. Um, but NFL contracts are not guaranteed. Go ahead. How much money did How much money did he lose or leave on the table for retiring? You know, I think it was 58, something like that. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. But there was also the story. So Jim Arce, the owner of the Colts, he he also gave him like 
the 24 mil. And uh, so people are trying to kind of read into that, that maybe Ursa is kind of leaving the door open for a possible return. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a lot of table. And this is that money is not even including his next contract, which he for sure would would get right in a, in a few years. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely a lot of money. I, I just know the same uh, team colors would be uh, the Dallas Cowboys, white and blue. Just FYI. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go. Let's go into the meat of our podcast here. We're going to go into the over-unders, win totals for all 32, 30 teams in the NFL. We're going to go in alphabetical order. Mock, I think you already filled out most of it, but let's start with Arizona and Kyler Murray. It's over-under five wins. Who do you have or what do you have? Way under, just like Kyler Murray is way under 510. Okay. <laughs> Timmy, since I'm not going to ask that many questions of you, I, I need you to document this. Is that cool? Uh, yeah, but I, after you guys go, I, I still want to make a pick afterwards just to see where I end up. Okay. I'm also going to go with under. I actually oh, think that means, that means I'm definitely going over. Perfect. Okay, oh. contrarian. I think <laughs> Kyler's going to do well, but I also think David Johnson is a sleeper fantasy number one guy this year. But you right. say under? Under five, yeah. It's okay. probably going to push. I think it's going to push, but yeah. under. Yeah. All right. Atlanta, over under nine wins. I have them under. Oh, man, we're we're all tied up right now. I'm perfect, under as well. Perfect. And I am over. <laughs> okay. All right, next team, Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, over under 8.5 wins. This is actually our first disagreement. Maki have them at over 8.5. Yeah. What's your, what's your reasoning? So nine plus wins. I think they're going to take the division. So I, I have them going. I have them at about 10. So I guess lower on Cleveland, lower on Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay. I have them under, Baltimore under. Yeah, thank you, Timmy. I'll, I'll stick Next. with under, too. Nice. Next team here, Buffalo, six and a half, Mock. I'm going under. I, I always go under on, on that <laughs> entire division other than the Patriots. Um, I just... Like, I had to look up who the quarterback was to make sure it's still Josh Allen, and, and unfortunately it is. Uh, so he still can't throw the ball. So, so yeah, give me under. Crazy stat here. Week 13 and beyond, Josh Allen was the number one fantasy quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he was, ru- he was running over people. Yeah. Running over people. Um, I'm, I'm going to go contrarian here as well. I'm going to go over six and a half Buffalo. What? Uh, how? Uh- how it's the demise, of demise of New England, man. It's the you think so? Of New England. I mean, yes. the last year should have been. I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I can't even remember the last time New England didn't win that division. Yeah, it's been like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, Timmy, you have under as well. Nice. Let's go, Carolina. Seven and a half. You have over. Is this more Homer for Christian McCaffrey in your fantasy team? <laughs> It's more a hatred of Atlanta. And so I, I have Atlanta really falling. Um, and, and I think this is going to be a big comeback season. Like, I feel like you, the Ooh. aforementioned uh, Cam Newton has a lot to prove this year. Um, and he has, he's got a lot of haters after, you know, a really down season last year. So uh, it's it's a very tough division, possibly the second highest or the, or the most the toughest division in uh in football but but i have them squeaking out just at least eight wins at least eight and eight at least eight and eight man who else is, yeah, we should is this, be- the, this the new orleans atlanta division yep and the bucks yeah, carolina and new the orleans. bucks i'm gonna agree with you i'm gonna go over as well seven and a half i just think the the infrastructure no, there is, is good for eight wins. Uh, let's go to Chicago. Over, under nine. Pretty high. That is very. That is a perfect number. I, I think this is going to be a push. I, I have even, but if I have to choose, then I'm going to go over. I, I love this team. Uh, and this, is, this, to me, is the toughest division in football. Man, you love this team? I guess because of the defense. You're a defense guy. Yeah, defense guy. I mean, I could care less about Trubisky and whatnot, but that defense was incredible last year. And, and that was the first year they got Khalil Mack, you know, 
two two weeks before the season started and and they were still able to go on that run so um yeah and who knows if it weren't for the kicker like who knows what could have happened with their season last year man that's a tough division to write packers vikings bears and lions yeah and and they won the division last year pretty handily man i'm gonna go under man i think i'm gonna go under so eight and eight eight and eight yeah man so no playoffs probably no playoffs nope it's hard for teams to go back to back man yeah no it is all right next next team here cincinnati at a terrible (laughs) over under six wins man that's sad they did lose aj green for i don't know like the first quarter of the season which is huge yeah you're going under i agree with you i go under as well yeah i think this is going to be the worst team in football or close to it yeah giants man giants Man, you're going with us, Timmy? You're going under on that one, too? I'm going with you guys. I'm too scared on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any players on on that team. I I can't go over. By far the most hyped team in the NFL going into the 2019 season, Cleveland, Baker, Odell, Jarvis Landry, uh, Miles Jack. I mean, from a name standpoint, they're, they're loaded. Over under nine wins. You, do you like this team? I'm going to go over, man. Who's in their like division? It? I'm going to believe in the heights. It's Steelers, Ravens, and Bengals. I'm going over. Oh. But I, but I, but I, <laughs> it's, like we, it's like we don't respect what Timmy says at all. Wow. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. I, I can't believe you guys are both going over. Like Cleveland, you think they're going to jump to 10 wins? I, th- I think it's because you and I disagree on Baltimore. So it yeah, that's that's what I was going with too. You said Ravens. Yeah, isn't isn't there always like uh, several teams that jump each year though, like into double digit wins? Not. I thought yeah. that's what happens in football. No, you're right. I think I think the the stat the last like eight or nine years is out of the eight playoff teams, there's usually two new teams every year. That's it. Yeah, that's two or it. four, no, something like be, that. It's got to be more than two. No, it's it's not much, man. Like oh, really? The, the division winners stay the division winners for the most part. I thought Albie just said it's hard to go back to back. In, in maybe that division, wrong. maybe. I can't. I can't believe either of you now. All right. Well, okay. So do you do you guys like Baker Mayfield, or do you believe like do you think he's legit? So so the things that are going for Baker is that the team is behind him. I think right. that's a huge thing that um, you know can't be quantified. And secondly, the dude is super accurate, um, both in college and in the NFL. Obviously, second year now, defenses will have more tape on him, and they're going to scheme against him. But accuracy is something that is kind of innate. I mean, we see it on the other side with Dak Prescott. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, he yeah. could work on it all day, every day for the rest of his life. But I, I just don't think he's going to have the accuracy of, of, of a Baker or Drew Brees or someone like that. So with that being said, I think um, the hype and I think just the talent is going to get them to yeah to to ten wins. So where do you put Baker like right now in terms of oh like QB wise like is he average above average? I think so. I would say he's above average. I also would say that the AFC quarterbacks are thin this year. So like mm. I think he he's in the. T- top tier of AFC quarterbacks. Yeah. 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 That's just, that's a big, so I think that's a perfect number. I think it's, they're going to land right at about nine. Uh, yeah. 10 is the jump from nine to 10 is pretty big. And 10 uh, is big. You're right. 10, 10 is, is big. big. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like he flew under the radar for me last year. So, uh, I guess just the games that I watched, I, I wasn't that impressed. But then, you know, at the end of the year, he broke all these rookie records. So he's definitely doing something right. He's got all the weapons in the world now. Um, and this is kind of the formula for success now for in terms of NFL. Like, you got to take advantage of those really good rookie quarterbacks now. Like, when they're uh, as long as they're on their, those rookie deals before they get, you know, yep. before they get paid. The, uh, I think the that's Russell the Wilson model. Yeah, the yeah. Russell Wilson model for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe in, in them. I think they're going to get double-digit wins. 
I think in order to get 10, they can they only can afford to lose at home maybe once or twice. And I think they're going to have a huge home field advantage this year. Uh, okay, we'll see. That's a big one. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, uh, my team, unfortunately. This is a big one, without, too. Without Zeke, the Dallas Cowboys over under nine wins. So same as the Browns. Who do you have here? So both of these guys, I, or both of these teams, I put even, and then if I had to choose under, and so Dallas is the same. Under, I, I see them right at eight and eight, nine and seven, right there. Are you? Yeah. Are you under? I see them. I see them at nine and seven if all things go so well. So obviously with Jason Garrett, not everything would go well. So I see another eight and eight year. I'm going to go under. You think this <laughs> year? You think that will cost him his job? Oh yeah. Time? It's it's basically Lincoln Riley's job right now if he doesn't make like the NFC Championship game. Gotcha. Uh, what is the latest with Zeke? Like the latest with Zeke as of August 26 is that he's received an offer to pay him as the number two highest paid running back in the league, right behind Gurley. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently there hasn't been a counter offer yet, so I think he's just mulling that over. And I, I mean, I think he's gonna get signed. Is so. he in shape? Last so two years ago, he got on like a six-game suspension for something he was never charged of. Still mad about that. But anyways, for those six weeks, he went to Cabo, uh, and he actually lost weight and got like a six-pack when he came back, and then he like tore up the rest of the the league. Yeah. And right now, he's back in Cabo doing the same thing, and so I think he is. He has a whole team there, and it's not just him. It's like. Um, ex-football players or wannabe NFL players, they're all there training with him as well. So I think he's oh, in wow. shape. Sure. All right, next team, Denver Broncos over under seven wins. I agree with you here. I'm going under as well. Yeah, I don't really know what to think about this team anymore. Um, but yeah, Flacco is not the answer. So under. <laughs> Joe Flacco. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's a tough division too. I mean, it, with the Chargers and and the Chiefs having to play them four times a year. All right, next one we're gonna disagree here. Detroit oh, six and a half wins. Really? Have, yeah, you have them as under. I'll ask you why later. But Detroit's actually one of my sneaky teams that's gonna really? play way yeah way over their projections. So I'm going over 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 here. Like what is what's sneaky about them? Like what do you think is gonna change? They're not going to make the mistakes that they usually make now with the second year of, I forgot the coach's name, but Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. Yeah. Patricia. Um, they're a running team. Now they're no longer going to focus on Matt Stafford. They're more about carry on Johnson and, and things like that. So they're going to be a smash mouth, you know, like North type of football team. And I think that's at least good for eight and eight, eight and eight. Remember that's the toughest division in it is. It is. Eight and eight is going to be tough having to play Minnesota twice, Green Bay twice, and the Chicago twice. Um, but I guess it makes sense if you if you're low on Chicago this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I just oh that's tough. I, I see your I see your reasoning. Uh, they got off to a horrible start last year, but they did show flashes like they beat you know the Patriots at home in when they were zero and three or something. Um, so the. The talent is is definitely there. Just I've never seen them put it all together. So so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. All right, next team here: Aaron Rodgers, the new coach, Green Bay Packers, nine and a half wins. You have them as over. That's high, man. It is. It is high. <laughs> wow. So a rod factor for you, huh? Yeah, it's kind of the same reasoning as i had for the panthers uh with cam newton i I feel like they both have a ton to prove this year um and i think they're both gonna just make it happen they're gonna carry their carry their offenses respectively and green bay i think i I think they're gonna take the division again i'm gonna go under i think aaron Rodgers is gonna get hurt again this year he's gonna he's gonna shoulder too much of it and uh, i'm gonna go under there to me Timmy, you're um, under too. I am under. I was actually thinking the exact same thing. I feel like he's really going to get hurt. Like he gets hurt every year now, right? But I feel like it's it's time where it's really going to mess him up. And it's always it's always like a weird like soft tissue injury. It's like a calf or a hamstring or you know but like it, is he not still kind of he's 
you know, league-wide known as the best player in the NFL, right, still? Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, but he's been that way for 10 years. It, I, he didn't win 10 games last year, did he? Yeah, a lot of averages. Yeah, he was hurt <laughs> last year, too. And, and then the whole McCarthy thing kind of blew up. I wonder what this line was before the luck yeah. injury or the luck retirement. But, I mean, you guys did lose a big one with Lamar Miller there, but Houston Texans, eight and a half wins. You have them as over. I'll, I'll get you to, uh, to talk about the Houston Texans. I'm going to go under. Ooh. You think eight and eight? It's Tennessee's division. Tennessee? You not, heard it. Not Nick Foles? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Talk about your Texans, man. Why do you think they're going to go at least better than nine and seven and probably make a playoff game in your opinion? Uh, one thing I will give one of the few things I'll give O'Brien credit for is he, he, we play our division pretty well. Uh, so with those, and I'm not high on any of them now, especially now with luckout. So that's six games against Jacksonville, Indianapolis and Tennessee. So those are, you know, that's going to make or break our season. If we go four and two, five and one, uh, we're, we're it's going to be not easy, but we should get to that nine, nine and seven mark, which is kind of a Bill O'Brien staple and, uh, and keep him around for another year for winning a crap division. But uh, I mean, I'm not super high on the team. I'm, I'm still diehard, but it just is kind of the same thing that you're saying about your coach in, in Dallas. Like it is what it is. And we just got to stick it out until, until he's gone somehow. Yeah, maybe you'll, you guys will have Garrett next year, and we'll have Lincoln Riley. <laughs> um, you want to do a side bet? All right, so there's six divisional games. Would you do over under four and a half? Would you go five and... No, I wait. can't go. I can't bet. Uh, let's, we three and a half. How about four with a push? Okay, yeah, let's do it. All right, so side bets... You have to go four, five and one to win. I have to go. Texans have to go three and two. Is that right? Three and three, three, and three. for for me to win. And then it's four and two. It's a push. All right. Can I just Let's win if it's that. four and two? No. Yes. Yeah, uh, no. No. You don't join these bets, man. I didn't even know you were here still. <laughs> not for long. Not for long. All right, Indy. I think we all agree. Seven and a half. I think this was like. Maybe nine and a half or even ten when he was uh, projected to play, yeah. but uh, we're all going to agree with Jacoby Brissett. They're going to be under seven and a half wins. We don't have to get into that. Uh, Jacksonville nine and a half with aforementioned Nick Foles. You go under. I go under as well. We're all going to go under. That's such a huge number, nine and a half for Jacksonville. All of a sudden, yeah, that's law of averages for sure. So they have them slated. Yeah, they have them slated to win the division now. That's, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it kind of it makes sense, I guess, with if they won what ten or eleven two years ago with Bortles playing uh, at starting, and then but yeah, that's that's a high number. All right, this is um, I guess he's the reigning MVP. He's gonna be the face of the league for the next decade. Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this is the highest over under, and the second highest, uh, ten and a half. You have them over or under, Muck? I have them over. I, I went through the schedule specifically, and, and it's hard oh, wow. to find. Research. I mean, I, I researched most of these, so you're, oh, you're, you're definitely in trouble. Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start matching mine to yours then. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hard to find six losses there, honestly. Well, in that case, I'm going to go over as well. Good, Good research. <laughs> Thank you for that. You know where it's a great place to watch NFL football this season? Tasty Tales. Tasty Tales in Richardson, Texas. I've watched a few games there, actually, um, especially when the Cowboys play on Sunday night. Tasty Tales gets lit. We're going to go probably a couple times again this year as well. They're open 11 to 9 on most days and 11 to 10 on, on Friday and Saturday. But uh, with late NFL games, Michelle's definitely going to keep it open for you. If you go check them out and you're dining in, please mention Six Pennies Podcast. You're going to get 15% off your entire bill. They have fresh seafood. They have fresh crawfish. They have uh, amazing drink specials. 
Yeah, and if you go for those Dallas games, you might see Des there too, right? I think he was there one one of those times. True. So he was there when he was a member of the New Orleans Saints. So that is a oh, that is wow. a good segue. Yeah, True. that is a good segue because Tasty Tales is a New Orleans style uh, seafood restaurant. So they are all about Cajun. They're all about New Orleans. Um, and so when he was a, a a saint there for like four weeks or whatever, he did visit the the restaurant. Um, the next the next sponsor we have is Avion Realty. If you are a real estate agent and located in Houston, Dallas, Austin, any of the major cities in Texas, look at Avion Realty to provide you the support and infrastructure you need to be an awesome real estate agent. Avion Realty also offers a 100% commission plan. They're going to give you one-on-one performance coaching, all the tools at your disposal to be able to work remotely, or if you wanted to go into their office, you can do that as well. Um, please check them out on their website at avionrealty.com. That's A-V-I-G-N-O-N realty.com. It's completely revamped and rebuilt, so check it out. Or call our sponsor, our partner directly. His name is Van Din. He goes by coach 469 469- Nine five one three five eight five. That's four six nine nine five one three five eight five. And if you're a real estate agent and you want to join, and you mention Six Pennies Podcast, uh, Coach Van Den is going to waive that first month's brokerage fee for you. So go out there, sell some houses. The market is about to take a turn. Things are, you know, houses are about to be cheaper. So I feel like more people are going to start buying. Let's go to the Chargers. I know Philip Rivers, he's been in NFL for forever, it seems like. But over <laughs> under nine and a half wins. What do you have? I'm going over. It's it's a big Jeez. number, but I have them kind of repeating the same success they had last year. Uh their their schedule, especially early, looks like a cakewalk. They could easily start like six and zero, uh, which would six and oh, geez. Yeah, it's I mean, that division, it's them and the Chiefs, uh, so they definitely have those two games that, honestly, that was one of the highlights of the NFL regular season last year, those two teams going at it. Um, but yeah, Chargers, I, I mean, I'm not high in them in the playoffs, but as, as far as the regular season team, I think they got it. Do you think Melvin Gordon affects this number at all? It, do, it does, uh, but not not as much as like a Zeke. Oh, nine and a half. That is a lot. Um, you did the you did do the research. I'm gonna have to agree with you then. Over <laughs> nine and a half wins. Let do me you mark think, that down here. You think Gordon is gonna get signed as well? You think he's in the same boat as Zeke? No, I think he's gonna miss a lot of the season. Oh, like Le'Veon? Not the full season, but yeah, it's closer to to Le'Veon's situation than Zeke. I think Zeke. Obviously, so running backs they don't have the leverage, but Zeke is a very unique case because the entire team is built around this guy. Yeah, and true. it's and it's Jerry Jones, and he's all about the superstars, so it's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, good good yeah. call. All right, the other LA team there, the Rams, ten and a half wins. You have them as over. I'm gonna agree with you as well. Um, do you think Jared Goff makes a a step forward, or do you think this is just more of the team is too good? The team is really good. The coach is really good, um, you know, and until he plays Belichick. But they're a really good regular season team, man. And everything kind of fell into place last year with uh, with their Super Bowl berth. But I see them kind of repeating the same stuff. And so you're that high on McVeigh, huh? I'm I'm very high on McVeigh. Yeah, he's he, as a Texans fan. Would you give up a first round pick for McVeigh? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I I don't I don't really value Texas first round picks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't trust their our. We don't even have a GM right now, so who knows who would get picked there? Um, oh really? You guys don't have a GM? Yeah, we don't we don't have a GM. Bill O'Brien like it's split between like six different people in the organization, and Bill O'Brien has like a huge say in that. So uh, I don't know why Bill O'Brien. He's such a mediocre coach but why he has so much power now it's it's unbelievable hey man it's all relationship building Props yeah, to him yeah all right next team south beach miami dolphins <laughs> over under four and a half wins uh i hate going over but it's such a low number man like who's their starting quarterback fish fish magic this magic four and a half wins oh my gosh he, he can get he can get you he can get you some wins man 
He can get you five easily, but he can also get you one and 15. <laughs> um, I don't even know who their team, who's on that team. Four and a half. I'm going to go under, man. Under four and a half. Oh, man. Yes. Under. So, so you think they're going to be the worst team in football? Either them or the Giants. Yep. Oh, Giants are coming up. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right, Minnesota. Kirk Cousins, second year there. They have Dalvin Cook back healthy. They still have Diggs and Thielen. Nine wins. This feels like a push, but I'm I'm leaning under. I, again, I, I, go, I point back to the division, and if I think that you know Aaron Rodgers is going to have a huge comeback year, then Minnesota is going to lose for that. Yeah, nine is a lot because if I go over, that means I'm expecting them to get ten. And like we said, we both agree it's the hardest division. See, if I if I was able to say push share, I would probably push at nine. I'm gonna go yeah. under as well. I'll do under yeah. with you. All right, All right, this next one's an interesting one. What do you have for New England? New England over under eleven. I'm always gonna go under, man. Always. Yes. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> those guys, dude. I'll give you like. Ten meals. <laughs> that's just an emotional decision, right? Because because look at that division, man. They they play all these they play these teams that we just mentioned. Like they play the Miami, who's slated at four and a half, <laughs> twice. Like like I literally can't remember the last time they didn't have a first round bye. And normally that takes about twelve wins. Everyone's high on Darnold this year. I think we're gonna agree disagree with the Jets there as well. But yeah, I'm just gonna go under. I think it's. It's hard. It's this. hard to go over, but it's yeah. also hard to go under. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna hope for the best. Yeah, maybe this is the year they finally fall off the map. Probably. All not. right, all right. New Orleans, the Saints, ten and a half wins. You have them as over. They're basically guaranteed six or seven home wins. Yeah. And then so they, they just need to win three or four road games. I wish I knew their their schedule if they're playing a lot of games in the north. You know what? They play the Texans week one at home. I'll go over with you. I mean Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah Michael over. Thomas just got paid, I think. And uh Yeah. I, I mean this is always this has been my team my NFC team for like the past three years and a lot a lot a lot of bad luck. Um Hopefully this is the year they push through. We gotta do a New Orleans trip too, man. Oh yeah, that'd be really fun. Get yeah, some more char charbroiled oysters again. Yes, yes. All right, this is who I think will be the worst team, and I think it's because they want to be the worst team as well. So I was very surprised. That's high. At, yeah. Yeah, I was very very surprised at this number. New York Giants six. We're both gonna go under there. That that is very high for a bad team. Do you think uh, Daniel Jones is going to play? Yeah, by by probably week six. By um, week six. So do, do you think that means Eli is, like, done? Like, let's say Eli loses his job at week six. Is he going to start ever again? No, I, I really think this is his last year. Um, that's sad. I mean, that's what happens when you – I mean, regardless of it's Daniel Jones or whoever else they should have picked that, that spot – like when you take a quarterback in, you know, first round, that that definitely spelling the end for for the guy there, right? And and I mean he's he's way up there. He's he's old. Yeah, he's like thirty eight or something like that. So Daniel Jones is tearing up the preseason. I I don't know if you're following it, but he's just bit, yeah. killing it. I think he's gone like I don't know like fourteen for sixteen for like three touchdowns in the two games. But I was really high on Dwayne Haskins. I was kind of surprised they didn't take him and as mm -hmm. a Cowboys fan I'm happy they didn't take him so um I mean with that being said I think under for the Giants because again I think they want to lose and they want to tank then that the other team in New York the Jets seven and a half wins you have them under eight is a lot eight is a lot and yeah. especially especially if you're playing New England twice but you know what I'm gonna go over Oh wow! So you think they would be pushing for a playoff spot? I think eight and eight is a good second second season for Darnold. I'm actually not that high on Darnold. I think he just gives the ball up way too much. That's also why. I mean, honestly, I wasn't super high on Andrew Luck either. He just turns the ball over way too yeah. much. But they're actually kind of similar. They're huge, big arm. 
I feel like he's going to make a big step, Sam Darnold, this year. And then uh, Le'Veon Bell as well. You're right, Le'Veon, and I hope he falls to me in, in fantasy. We'll see. <laughs> oh, that's that's such a uh, eight and eight though. I I just I don't know. I have to see it to believe it to to see them at five hundred. Yeah, at the end of I the mean, season. yeah, I agree. Uh, Oakland, they're last year in Oakland. They're going to be in Las Vegas next year. This is interesting. I agree with you. You know, I agree with you 100. percent They're going to yeah. be over. Yeah. I, I struggled a little bit with this one. Uh, I think they do have a pretty tough schedule, and that it's going to be drama when they lose a couple games. You know, but yeah, I six is low. Six the um. This one, I I don't even need to look at the schedule. It's the conspiracy theorist in me. Um, it's the final season in Oakland. I think they're going to win it for the fans. And also, they're going to do well and, and create that crazy hype machine for Las Vegas next year. Oh. Like, just that crazy marketing of like, uh, like an 8-8 eight and eight or a 9-7 and seven or even a playoff team coming to Vegas is going to be crazy. Thinking big picture here. Nice. <laughs> All right, uh, Philly, my my most hated team, over under nine and a half wins. You have them as over. I had the Cowboys as under. I have the Giants as under. That means the Eagles have to win the rest of the games. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go over there as well. So you have Philly winning the division again? I do, unfortunately. Yeah, I think if Dallas were to make the playoffs, they would have to go nine and seven and pray for a wild card spot. Hmm. Nine and seven might 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 get it done. Yeah, it's, I mean the NFC is still very very top heavy. Yeah. Uh, next nine wins for Pittsburgh over under. You have them as under. What's your rationale here? Uh, Ten is a big number, and uh, like Antonio Brown can be a headache, but at the end of the day, it's that's a that's a big loss for them. Uh, it's a big security blanket for Roethlisberger. Uh, he won't have that anymore. And, and Juju, he's he's a fun guy. I just don't know if he's built or if he's ready to make that leap to number one. Yeah, but I would say they're number two. James Washington, that guy is a stud. I don't know if you followed him, but he's gonna he's gonna shoot up our fantasy draft. I guarantee it. So you think he's uh, you're higher on him than uh, Dante Moncrief? Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. So the reason why I want to talk about Pittsburgh for a little bit is they've only had three or four coaches in their entire history. Yeah, that's sick. So if if Tomlin doesn't get, you know, you're forecasting under nine wins. If he goes eight and eight, is he gone? It's a big deal. I, I don't think so. I think he's built up enough of a history there um, that he could withstand, you know, one and we we're talking about a 500 seeing season being bad. Like most, a lot of teams would kill for that. Um, mm-hmm. But it is Pittsburgh. It is you know they live and breathe Steelers football. Uh, I just think he he's built up enough goodwill at this point to to not have a hot seat. So I'm agree with you. I'm going to go under Pittsburgh, um, and I'm also going to say that Tomlin's going to get fired. Wow. Yeah. All right. Jimmy G is back. Uh, looks like his ACLs, uh, maybe not fully recovered, but he's there. He's playing the preseason games. Um, I think there was a practice a week ago. I don't know if you saw this report, but he threw five interceptions in that one practice. But the crazy <laughs> thing is it was five interceptions back to back. No way. Like, how does that happen? You can't no even way. try to throw five <laughs> interceptions, right? There's five interceptions back to back to back to back to back in in wow. the practice, which is hilarious. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you as well. I'm gonna go under eight wins for the 49ers. I wish this was a lower number because I want to go over on Jimmy G, but uh, I just can't see them making the jump to nine and seven. If Jimmy G, and this is an interesting conversation, so Jimmy G and Jacoby Brissett both were backups to Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy G was the one that was like really hyped, and obviously he parlayed that into a nice contract with the 49ers. But if he was the Colts QB instead of Jacoby, do you think the Colts would still be Super Bowl contenders then? Uh, yeah, 
I'm uh not Super so you're Bowl. Pretty high. You're pretty high yeah. on Jimmy G. I'm I'm very high on Jimmy G. I'm not that high on the like the Colts overall defense and, and team. Uh but yeah, I'm very high on Jimmy G. Okay. Okay, that's fair. What do you think? All right, Seattle. Um I I think I agree with you. I th- I would have to see it first after this injury because it is a major injury. But um, Jimmy G has the tools to be a franchise quarterback for sure. Yeah. Seattle over under eight and a half wins. You have him under. That's uh, that's surprising. You used to be such a big Seattle fan, remember? Yeah, and then and then Russell got really annoying. I don't know. I just and they screwed over Earl Thomas. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, that's a big piece of it too. Russell Wilson to me is is a lot like Steph Curry, man. Like I, <laughs> I, I used to love him, like when he was underrated, under the radar, just this scrappy guy, not highly drafted, not highly touted. Um, and then now I can't stand him. I'm gonna agree. Seattle under eight and a half. I mean, they went on a really nice run at the end of the year just to make the playoffs, like squeak in, because uh, they were they were on pace last year to to go about eight and eight or or under 500 yeah or worse so actually that's uh that's actually where i see them and houston so last year didn't houston have like some crazy yeah i don't know like eight game winning streak it was like the worst eight game winning streak ever i was so (laughs) mad because i had a i had a side bet with andrew kohler that uh (laughs) and of course they covered and i owe him a meal but that's why i'm playing law of averages this year houston's gonna go under yeah, well, we also shouldn't have started 0-3 last year, but but yes, it was a ridiculous win streak, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Tampa Bay, Jam- Jameis Winston's last chance, I would say, to uh, to yeah. keep that job in TB. Over under six and a half wins, you have them over. Are you confident with this? I'm, I'm pretty confident because they picked up Bruce Arians. He's, he's my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh I think he's going to do wonders, whoever the QB is, ends up being. Uh, I just, I'm such a believer in his offense and, and just verticality. They're going to bomb it all over the place and probably put up some crazy stats. Uh, it is a really tough division, like we mentioned before. Uh, but six and a half, seven is more than doable for the Bucks. I feel yeah. like seven and nine. Okay. I agree with you. You sold me there, buddy. Over. Bruce. Um, so this is also considered my lock as a sleeper. So I had Detroit above six and a half. I'm going to have Tennessee also above eight and a half. I'm going over big on Tennessee. Wow. Is it because of my Mar- division winners, man? Mariota or just overall, like strength of the division? Yeah, overall. I'm not that high on Mariota. Mariota. I mean, I'm, I'm higher on him than Jameis, but... I just think they have the most complete team in that division, including the Jags. I mean, that's not a horrible number. Um, I mean, I think they went nine and seven last year and got into the playoffs. So I could see. Wait, did they make the playoffs this year? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm going under. I see them right at the cusp. Uh, this is probably going to be a a big one that we're going to look back on. Uh, but I have them right eight and eight, seven and nine range. Okay. And then our last team, Washington Football Redskins. Um, <laughs> you have them under six and a half. Can I get your rationale in this, please? They're the Redskins, man. They, they, <laughs> they're just the Redskins. Like, there's no explanations of how they're always not great. Um, they had the one year, I guess, of uh, what's his face out of Baylor. And then real flamed out really quickly. RG three, yeah. Yeah, RG three. I just, I think Keenum starting, starting now. I'm just not a big believer in his professional ability. Um, you also hate U of H. <laughs> I, I don't hate them. I don't hate them. They're just, they're just not a, not a top fifteen program in the, in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you have Washington at? Yeah, this is hard because obviously I think the Giants are wanting to lose. So I think right. that's basically two wins there. They're going to split the Cowboys like they always do. So that's three wins. And then are they going to be able to find four more wins? Probably not. So I'm going to go under with you. Would you be higher on them if Colt McCoy were starting? 
Oh, yeah, of course, man. The winningest quarterback in college football history. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Both of them on the same team. Who no, would I think, I think I think Keenum's the winningest. Keenum, and then I think someone surpassed Keenum. Oh, but yeah. When, but when Colt re, uh, graduated, he was yeah. the winningest. Yeah. True. All right, let's move on. I think we have like at least eight or nine different picks there. So it's either going to be really close or someone's going to blow the other team away. But um, good luck, man. Hey, let's let's add a, an addendum. If 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 uh, one person wins by more than four picks, it's it's double meal, two meals. Oh, man, two meals. All right. Let me write that in our bylaws here. <laughs> just to make things four. interesting. Greater than four. So if it's four, it's a push, right? Just one meal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two meals for greater than four wins difference. Okay. All right. Let's get into, I guess, the final the final discussion here. Super Bowl pick. Throw out the Texans. Who do you think will win this year? Yeah, throw out the Texans for real. Uh, overall, uh, I don't know who's going to make it from the AFC, but I have the Saints finally pulling through. No more bogus non-PI call. No more bogus Case Keenum prayer. Uh, this is this is their year, man. This it's been a rough two years for them. I think I'm going to go AFC this year. Oh, Andy Reid. I'm going to oh. have Pat Mahomes, man. Yeah, you're right, Andy Reid. This is it. Yeah, this is it. This is not a a, a meal bet. I'm just yeah. I, all right. I, I would love to see that. I would love love. I mean, that's the matchup I wanted to see this past Super Bowl. Um, KC New Orleans. Yeah, that's that's the okay. one I wanted, and we got the exact opposite after that final four. I I need to see an AFC team. Anyone just take down the Patriots, please. I agree, and I, I don't worry, man. It's the demise of New England this year. So. They weren't even good last year, and they won the Super Bowl again, man. I know. Like, I like, know. It's by they were so bad last year, and they won the Super Bowl. All right. Um, any final thoughts before I uh, shout out Derek Shaw and Farmers Insurance? No. I I'm, I just wonder who Deshaw would pick for Super Bowl this year. Oh, man. He's probably, he's he's probably pick, going Dallas. Yeah, Cowboys all day. Uh, with that being said, thank you, everybody, for listening. This was our NFL preview pod. I know it ran almost an hour. Um, but the episode was brought to you by our friends at Farmers Insurance, specifically Derek Shaw. Don't be caught unprepared the next time there's a flood or hurricane or you're in a car accident. Get a free home life and auto insurance quote today. Derek is waiting by his phone for a text, a call, a FaceTime message. It's 214 214- Seven two nine six four six two. That's two one four seven two nine six four six two. I personally have life insurance through Derek Sean and Farmers, and uh, if you mention Six Pennies podcast, he's going to hook you up with a, a really nice, really nice discount there. Please check out our Facebook page at Six Pennies Podcast, our Instagram Six Pennies Podcast as well, and our Twitter is Six Pennies Pod. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn. We're going to get on Spotify soon. But please give us a review, five stars on, uh, on Apple Podcasts, guys. Thanks so much.